Hello everyone and happy Friday. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Didi. Um, I was not here last week as you all probably figured out. Um, I was not feeling great but this week we're back and we're better than ever and we've got a lot to talk about so we're gonna jump into it but before that I just want everyone to know that I hope you're doing well. It's now Black History Month so if anybody leaves a negative review on this podcast it's anti-black. Just thought I'd let you know. Anyways jumping into this week's episode with a quickness. All right, so we have a lot to talk about. A lot has gone down recently. We've got Rihanna, who's pregnant. Who saw that coming? Actually, actually, everyone did, but it's actually confirmed. Now, Nick Cannon also has a child on the way, his eighth, but, you know, we'll get into all that celebrity news at the end. We'll we'll talk about that a little bit later, but first and foremost, you know I've got to do my Dear Didi Diary entry of the week. And this week, we have two people who desperately need our help, everyone, okay? So we're going to get into it. Like I said, we've got a lot to talk about. So our first Dear Didi Diary entry of the week comes from someone that I'm going to name Queen. The reason being is because she put her actual name and while I know and love her dearly, we're going to call her Queen on this episode. So Queen says, I've been dating this guy for about two to three months now. He's been nothing short of amazing. He's chivalrous, emotionally intelligent and accessible, smart in all caps, family-oriented, and really just the whole package if you put it on paper. I haven't dated for months after my previous contender because I just needed to love myself and heal. Amen. He came in like a whirlwind and has been knocking me off of my feet. That's pretty strong. We are now dating exclusively and I know he had every intention on being my boyfriend. This being said, (laughs) this being said, he is 5'3". I'm about five feet, so he has just a little height on me, but the man is a shorty. This is definitely out of my comfort zone as far as partner preferences, and it's been something I've been looking over, (laughs) pun intended, because he is the sweetest man and he treats me like a queen, hence her anonymous name for this. He also has a dog, who I love, but something about pet hair just rubs me the wrong way. I guess my situation is, should I put that standard away and let him woo me? Because other than that, there are really no other complaints. Or should I self-sabotage and possibly miss out on a piece of happy? Okay, Miss Girl, you already know what the answer is. You need to immediately lock it down, okay? You've got the cream of the crop over here. Like, what are you doing? And you already know that. (laughs) You already know that. He sounds like, I mean, I don't know if the perfect man exists. You know, that might be a stretch. But if the perfect man were to exist, he sounds like he could be pretty close, okay? And like, you're five feet tall. (laughs) Okay, he's 5'3", which is short. It is short, okay? But you're five feet so what does it matter to you like you don't need a tall man girl you're short (laughs) you're short as hell (laughs) leave the tall men to the average height girls and tall girls because apparently i'm average height even though i'm five seven i feel like i'm a tall girl i'm like slightly above average so maybe i should say the slightly above average girls and the tall girls so the tall girls don't come for me 
because I have a lot of friends that are like 5'9", 5'11", and they're like, you're not even tall. I'm like, shut the fuck up, bitch. I'm taller than this man. He's 5'3". <laughs> so, <laughs> come again? But anyways, okay, so your issues with him are that he has a dog who I'm assuming sheds because the dog has pet hair um, and that he's short. And while these are very valid grievances, I mean, the whole first part of what you sent me was that he's like, He's chivalrous, check. He's emotionally intelligent, check. He's successful, check. He's smart, family-oriented. Like, like, what more could you want? I have not met a man like that in my 23 years of life. So, I think what you should do is be honest with him about things that kind of rub you the wrong way a little bit, but also take it in. There's no self-sabotage that I will allow to happen. He seems pretty darn good from my point of view. Now, because Queen is someone that I know, you know, I'm eventually going to meet this man and I will be looking over him and <laughs> I'll be like, well, he, he'll have to deal with me. So we'll see if he's actually good enough for you then. But anyways, so my short answer would be, please just lock this man down. Like stop with the whole we're now dating exclusively and just be in a relationship like be a boyfriend girlfriend whatever partners like you guys need to get it together okay because I know you're scared but sometimes we got to take that leap of faith you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying so anyways that's my advice get over it <laughs> okay that was aggressive with all the love in the world get over it and lock this man down Okay, cool. Glad we had that talk. Moving on. <laughs> Y'all, my throat still hurts. Like this stupid, weird illness that I have. It's really not beneficial for me to have a podcast at the moment, but I'm just going to do what I do. <laughs> okay, our next diary entry of the week comes from signed Fresh Meat. So, Fresh Meat says, I'm in college and I don't feel like I fit in anywhere. My school has recruitment during the winter, so we just had sorority recruitment at my university. I didn't get a bid anywhere, even though I definitely thought I was going to. I know I shouldn't base my self-worth off of this, but I have to admit that I feel pretty shitty, especially because all of my friends got bids while I got dropped. This is such a trivial problem, but I feel like I've been having a hard time and want to know what I did for everyone to dislike me. Um, fresh meat. Girl, we need to talk because this was really sad. So first of all, fresh meat, your worth is absolutely not based off of being in a sorority or not. I went home during, when when I was in college, I went home during um, sorority recruitment. Like, I did not want to be in a sorority. I was like, this is so stupid, blah, blah, blah. And long story short, I eventually ended up in one because my sorority did um, something called continuous open bidding. So, Basically, I went through informal recruitment instead of regular recruitment, and I'm glad that I did it, but also I know that I totally would have been fine if I didn't do it. Does that make sense? So, like, let's say your university, like, a couple sororities at your university are also doing informal recruitment. Would you jump at the opportunity to be in any sorority that you could be in, or would you want to be in a specific sorority? I think you kind of have to ask yourself that because if you're just like begging to be in a sorority and you just want a sorority to, I don't know, maybe fulfill you in some way or to 
you know, make friends in an easier way, then I think you should probably rethink that because just because you're in a sorority, you know, that doesn't guarantee anything. That doesn't guarantee that you'll find people that you really connect with. It doesn't guarantee that you'll make those lifelong friends or whatever. Like, nothing is a guarantee. And also, if you are, you know, it's any sorority and you're like, I'll, I'll join anyone. I'll join anyone just so that I can find somewhere that I fit in. You know, that doesn't necessarily mean that that is for you. And unfortunately, it's a really hard pill to swallow. Um, especially probably coming from someone that was in a sorority during high, during high school. Oh my God. Hell no. During college. <laughs> I think that you really have to understand yourself a little bit more and maybe this all happened for a reason like I am definitely not going to tell you that you know maybe it's fate that you know it ended up this way but maybe this will give you an opportunity to really do some self-reflection and introspection as well and just kind of say you know what am I looking for in a sorority and what what do I think my life will become once I'm in one? Like, what will I be gaining from this? Um, so really think about that and really take that time. I know that with all of your friends being in this, being in their sororities, I know that that's got to hurt. And I know that you feeling like, oh, I'm, I'm the only one that got dropped. Like, what's wrong with me? But you have to understand that <sighs> the sorority world is very political. You never know what's going on behind the scenes. But what I really want to focus on is not any of this sorority stuff because that's really not the stuff that matters. But I just want to ask you, like, what's stopping you from being the shit? Like, what's stopping you from literally just being the baddest bitch that you could possibly be with sorority without a sorority? Because at the end of the day, when you take everything away, when you take that sorority life away, when you take away the clothes, the makeup, all that good stuff, like, you're gonna be the one left looking at yourself in the mirror. And if you don't like what you see, then that's a problem that only you are going to have to live with. So what's really stopping you from saying, you know, like, fuck all of this. Like, sure, I could be in a sorority if I want to be. And, you know, if that's something that you really, really want, then there's always next year. There's always other people that you can become friends with. You'll be able to find common interests with. Like, just because you're in a sorority doesn't mean that you're in some, like, secret society that no one else can ever be in and like nobody understands sorority life except for sorority girls like that's so stupid honestly this is coming from someone who wasn't a sorority it's all stupid it's all meaningless like yes the friends and that sisterhood and that bond that you have that is forever but at the end of the day you're still going to be friends with other people in different sororities you're still going to have different relationships with people if they're in a sorority, if they're not in a sorority. Some of my best friends I met on my hall, you know, in my residence hall, not in my sorority and not in other people. They're not in other people's sororities either. And so I just really want to challenge you to be your best self without all of the drama that comes with, you know, that recruitment lifestyle and, you know, whether sororities are a big part of your campus or not. Like, you can still do literally every single thing that you want to do without being in a Greek organization. And like I said, you you might have next year. So, your um your signed name is Fresh Meat. I'm assuming that you're a first year. Um, and if you are, then that means that, you know, you can always go through recruitment again if you want to. If you don't want to, though, which 
either way, you know, I'm not judging at all. Like, make your own decisions. Do what you feel is best for you. But either way, I know that you're going to be able to find friends if you feel like you're not fitting in anywhere right now. Maybe it's the university that you're at. Or maybe you just haven't run into the right people yet. And that's totally okay. Um, you know, I went to a, a school that, even though it was mid-sized, um, sometimes it could feel really, really small. It could feel like, oh, I know everyone that there already is to know. Like, there are no new people. But, like, literally every day, I would challenge myself to see new people. Maybe I didn't talk to them, but really, like, seek out new spaces that I maybe hadn't been in before. Or make sure that... I was kind of taking it in like, okay, I don't know everyone. The world isn't as small as this school um, and it's not as small as how I feel this school is. Um, you know, there's so much life outside of it. And it's true. Like, there's so much life outside of sororities. There's so much life outside of Greek life and, you know, really any organization that you're in in college. There's so much life outside of it. And I just want you to be able to go live that life and not have any restraints not feel like you don't fit in somewhere because you aren't wearing the right clothes or you don't have the same sense of humor as other people like you are such an amazing person just by being you and you don't need to change that for anyone you don't need to tweak yourself at all you don't need to make any kinds of adjustments you just need to be yourself and at the end of the day, the people that are yours, the people that are meant for you will find you and you will find them. And that's that. That's all I have to say about that. Keep on being the shit. Keep doing what is best for you. And fuck the haters. And that's all I have to say. Okay. Speaking of haters, I have to admit that I am kind of a hater. Like, when it comes to celebrities, I'm, I'm probably one of the biggest haters out there. Because if I don't like a celebrity... I will make it known and unfortunately that's what I'm about to do right now. I might get some hate but I'm prepared for it. I might get some hate and that's okay. We can all have healthy disagreements but I have to say I'm not happy about Rihanna being pregnant. <laughs> I know. Please don't cover me. I... I love Rihanna. I think she's great. I'm so happy that she's having a child. Like, I'm so happy that she's fulfilling her dream because I know that that's something that she's really wanted. But with ASAP Rocky... <clears throat> now, I don't know much about ASAP Rocky. I don't listen to his music. I don't know what kind of person he is. All I know is what I've heard and what I've read about him being a colorist. And... Uh, that just does not sit well with me and it's it, it it makes me nervous because I don't know if he's still currently a colorist but like if his and Rihanna's child comes out looking closer to his skin color then I'm afraid for that baby you know what I mean like it's black history month so we have to talk about it like colorism is very real it's very real within the black community and so while I am super happy for Rihanna, I, part of me just kind of wishes that she would have maybe gotten, like, just some random sperm. <laughs> Went to the cryobank. I don't know. I'm sorry. I know that sounds so bad, but, or just not made the father, like, kind of like how Mindy Kaling did. Like, we don't know who fathered Mindy Kaling's children. And I would, with Rihanna, I would be so much happier just not knowing. Like, 
I'm totally fine with her whatever like I guess dating ASAP Rocky I don't like ASAP Rocky because he's a colorist but like if Rihanna's in love with him fine but having a baby with this man it's like a whole other different kind of pain you know so congrats to Rihanna and all that I guess but we're gonna have to have a chat girl anyways let's hope that he's grown out of his colorist ways moving on Um, But still on the topic of babies, of course, you know, I was not going to let this episode go by without talking about Nick Cannon and his eighth child. Nick Cannon is honestly a force to be reckoned with. Like, I want to know what the Guinness World Record is for the amount of children fathered by one dad. Like, I I want to know. I guess I could look it up. I don't know if that's something that is in the Guinness Book of World Records. But it just seems... Because I, I'm pretty sure he's had five kids within the past year and a half. And that, that in itself is a record. Like, something seems a little... And he... He also said that, like, this isn't going to be his last child. Like, he was talking about how... He said something along the lines of, like, and my many more children to come. And I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. So, like, you're for real trying to have, like, a little town of just your kids running around. But, like, that is... I don't know. Like, if I were one of Nick Cannon's baby mamas, like, I would feel so embarrassed because... I mean, I don't think I would be in that scenario ever. One, because Nick Cannon doesn't know me. And two, I would not want to have a child by him. But, like, I just think about Mariah Carey. Like, Mariah Carey is so famous on her own, like, on her own accord. Like, she's just, she's just, everyone knows. Like, she's a diva, she's a legend, whatever. But I feel like, at least for me, knowing that she has kids by Nick Cannon almost taints her legacy a little bit. And it's it's nothing wrong with her, obviously. But it's just like knowing that he, he now has all of these other kids and like this is the kind of father that he's choosing to be. And like, I'm not stupid. Like, I know that men do this all the time. It's not like I'm like naive to the world that like Nick Cannon is not the only father that has fathered like eight billion children but when you're doing it in the public eye like you know that there are going to be eyes on you and it's just like I'm not even gonna go into like I'm not going into his seventh child and the fact that he like passed away like last month and he already has a new baby on the way because that is just like uh, there there's too much there to unpack but It's just the idea that, like, I feel like that's a lack of respect for me as someone who, like, literally gave birth to your children. That, like, you're running around having all these babies by different women. Like, it's, that's insane. I would, I, like, if I were Mariah Carey, I'd literally be like, do not associate me, don't associate me with Nick. Like, don't talk about Nick. Like, he could be the best father to those kids, but it's, like, we know that he's not. That we we know that he's not. Otherwise, he would stop having so many kids, especially in a short amount of time. I believe that he could have been a great dad to Mariah Carey's children, like in the beginning, because those were his first kids, as far as I know. Um, but 
you know, as the years go on and as you continue to have different children by different women that you're not in a relationship with, it just, like, it's just not a good look. And I am very much a person that's like, the people that are associated with me are a reflection of me and are an extension of me. And that's just how I view my life. Um, and if other people like view theirs differently, that's totally fine. But that's just my perspective. And like, if Nick Cannon were a part of my life in any way, shape or form, I literally be like, no, I don't know this man. Never heard of him. My children were born by the grace of God. Cause I don't know <laughs> who fathered them. It wasn't him. <laughs> so anyways, that's really all I have to say about that. I don't know what else is going on in the world. Like, those were the two big things that were going on that I just simply had to talk about because mm, I just can't deal. Anyways, long story short, my advice for Rihanna is I don't I don't want to give Rihanna advice because I'm sure she knows what she's doing, but sometimes love can, you know, make you a little crazy. So must be love on the brain that's right girl love had to have been on the brain for her to think about having a baby with asap rocky so good for her i'm happy for her my advice is stay strong have a great baby live your life girl put out another album if you want to but you know fenty baby probably on the way and protect your assets that's all i'm gonna say for nick cannon get a vasectomy please don't nobody want to have your kids well that's false because clearly <laughs> as we've seen plenty of people do want to have these kids just getting a vasectomy would really ensure that no one was having his kids he's in therapy he's supposedly celibate right now um so let's see how long that journey goes for him and yeah nick just keep doing the work internally um that we can see that you probably need to do and be a good father like don't be an absentee father because when you have that many kids it's kind of hard to not be um especially by by that many different mothers because they probably don't have a relationship with each other you know like I don't know if they get together and share parenting tips or like what kind of diapers did you use yeah I would just really try to hold off on having that ninth baby but I will say like if you end up having a ninth, you may as well have a tenth, you know, because why not be even? But after 10, like, if you do end up having 10 kids, Nick, then, like, seriously, you need to stop. So, anyways, that's all I have to say. I hope everyone has a great weekend. Send me things that you want me to talk about, and maybe one day my throat won't hurt while I'm doing this, because without a voice, this podcast does not exist. <laughs> so... <laughs> Anyways, love you all. Thanks for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.